Welcome to Dress to Kill, your favorite fashion in action movie podcast. Today's episode is a watch through of the movie License to Kill from 1989. This movie was so fun and had a shocking number of looks in it. We also talk a lot in this episode about what I'm calling cultural cartoonism. And we would love to hear what you think about that. DM us, comment, or tag us on our Instagram at Dressed to Kill Pod or on Twitter at DTKPOD. And as usual, check out our Instagram to see images of the looks we talked about in this episode. Enjoy! The year is 1989, and this is Timothy Dalton's second Bond film in License to Kill. And I just want to say it uh, right off the top, bless your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) Dude, that's what Wayne Newton is saying all the time. He's like getting money mugged from him. He's like, bless your heart. He's getting held up. Bless your heart. (laughs) Wait a minute. Which one's Wayne Newton? The guy that's like the um sort of the cult leader, the guy that's laundering the money. Um, okay, I know in Sanchez. In the white suit. <laughs> so the one that's laundering the money for Sanchez, doing the, tele- oh, the guy, televangelist like, guy. Yes, and his, oh, the televangelist. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm back. Don't worry, I'm back. You're back. <laughs> there are a lot of characters in this film. Am I there wrong? There are, yeah. And yeah, a lot are, of there. outfits. There are... Normally, I'm like, okay, so of the, like, four outfits that are worn, which one is my favorite? And for this one, I'm like, of the 6,000 outfits. I know. I forgot that there were this many outfits, actually. It was kind of fun. Um, It it is fun, because also, for me, at least, it's hard to pick an 80s outfit, so having more options helps. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And this is, like, late 80s, so on the cusp of 90s, you know? The 80s to 90s cusp era is, um... Oh. (laughs) Not, not for me... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so director for this movie was John Glenn, and he had done, um, this is his fifth Bond movie, so he's done all the previous four before that came before this. So they really liked him. Um, And he he crossed with two different Bond boys. Yeah. So we watched, out of his movies, I think we've um, only watched A View to a Kill also, but that's the same director. Ah, that's clarifying. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, so directed by John Glenn, Timothy Dalton as the Bond, Carrie Lowell, Carrie Lowell, and Talisa Soto as the two Bond ladies, and Robert Davi as the villain, who I only, like, my vision of Robert Davi is Goonies, like, bad guy in Goonies <gasps> singing opera. <laughs> oh, first of all, now yeah. I'm going to watch Goonies again. Do you know there's a drive-through of Goonies, like, this week here in Hawaii? Oh, really? In yeah. Hawaii? Yeah. Huh, I'm awesome. like, where are all my friends who don't live in Hawaii Aww. anymore? <laughs> I would go, go with <laughs> FaceTime with me. <laughs> I'll, FaceTime, I'll FaceTime a drive through movie. <laughs> it's like, how many degrees of separation? <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think they have it set up um, mostly for kids. So there's going to be a bunch of children in the backs of trucks and like me alone oh in my a gosh. minivan. <laughs> like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't go. I'll rent it's it. It's just Saturday, Saturday night. In Hawaii. Wild Saturday um, night. <laughs> yeah. So the costume designer for this was Jody Tillin, and I didn't know her name. Um, most of the times I don't, actually. But she also worked on TV shows like Miami Vice. Oh. Kind of telling. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Backdraft. In the movies, like Backdraft, Chain Reaction, Home Alone 3. 
So like nineties oh. movies, you know, like, like she gets that look, stuff. that like eighties to nineties transition look. Yeah, exactly. That's that's her forte. That's her bread so and butter. <laughs> yeah. And then if you think about the fashions of the time, um, you know, it were coming off of the eighties MC Hammer style, uh, full pants, pleated everything. But, you know, so you still see remnants of that in this. Like, Bond's trousers are heavily pleated. I think Pam yeah. Bouvier wears pleating, pleated pants, pleated dresses, all the things. Um, Everything just then... looks like a loose bag with a belt. Lo- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loose loose and easy, you know, like a little bit soft, okay. soft tailoring. Yeah. That's like soft, easy, loose, easy, but then you belt it to, belt. <laughs> to show you have a waist. Yeah, exactly. To show that. you're human. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then and the, but it's then before like the 90s where everything, you know, how we talk about like in the 90s everything was too cool and like yeah. Or maybe that's yeah, like, you know, before it started to get like um like Thierry Mulier, like strong shoulder like you see yeah. some strong shoulders shoulder padding in this, but it's not yet power suits and like it's not yet but it's definitely reaching for that, you know, I you thought, can tell. I thought that was more in the 80s the power suits and the shoulder pads. Maybe there's like um, a for sure. Dip. Yeah, yeah. there. Okay, I think I'm thinking like because in the 80s it was about like fun colors and wilds like yeah. turquoise and like hot pink and sequins. But then yeah. in the 90s it went like all black and like right. You know the serious version of okay, it. Okay, so, so in the 80s we have the shoulder pads and all this, but it's like every single part of this is large. Let's make every part of it bigger, uh-huh. looser, bigger, bigger, <laughs> bigger. Did I say bigger? More colorful, bigger. And then the 90s were like, <laughs> let's pull in just these spots. <laughs> Yeah, and leave the yeah. rest like poking out big, and so we have the yeah. '90s version of shoulder pads are a little bit more poking out, paddy yeah, exactly. looking. And you see a little bit of that in this when like she comes out in her executive secretary look, you know, like that sleek <laughs> with the pointed lapels and stuff. Um, You're talking about that dress, the dress, yeah, dude. When she comes out in that, and he's like, "Oh my god, double take! Double how beautiful take. you are!" I'm like, <laughs> she looks ten times worse. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I loved her hair before. Yeah, I'm like, what well, is her we'll hair? We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to surf that wave, please? <laughs> exactly. Like okay. Exactly that. We're getting ahead. <laughs> My friend I was watching this with, he's like, that's the haircut I want. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's going, he's going for, like, that 1950s greaser, like, gas station worker style look. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's not- the look. <laughs> and I know the friend you're talking about, and he's so, like, cool. <laughs> yeah. And on like a cool male, cool young male, currently got it. <laughs> Give me Carrie Lowell's uh, license to kill hair. <laughs> it's like Post that scene. Makeover. I don't even know. You don't watch Friends as much as I do. It's like that scene from Friends where Phoebe, Phoebe's a hairdresser. Sometimes she does a million things, and she cuts yeah. people's hair. And there's a whole episode where she's cutting the Dudley Moore's hair. Yeah, and she does the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, "Wait, what?" No, I want to Demi more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember. Oh. I remember. What okay. A fun moment. So <laughs> let's talk about the cold open and then the intro scene, title, yes. title sequence. A long cold. I yeah. Thought there wasn't going to be an intro because it kept going, but I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. What? This is your first time watching this, right? First yes. Of all? This is my and first this is time your first... seeing Timothy Dalton at all. Right. In, a- right. in mo- movement, period. <laughs> <laughs> Not pictures. <laughs> yes. In motion picture. This is my first in time. In motion. <laughs> and also... What did you think? I watched it with or, my mom and my mom... Yeah. <laughs> 
about Timothy Dalton, like a quarter of the way through the movie, she's like, I mean, he's not that attractive. <laughs> she's just like, he's unprompted. The James Bond? Yeah, totally unprompted. This guy's the James Bond? Well, I don't know. Like, very shrug it off. Like, okay. It's like, mom, he's not bad looking and also about a third of the way through the movie like even further through she goes he's british (laughs) (laughs) i love your mom's commentary (laughs) could Uh, you not hear his accent the whole time i mean it's true (laughs) it sounds very like a movie british you know like animated almost not like actual spoken does that translate do you get what i mean i know what you mean I, I okay there's one scene where I felt that and it's the back and forth between him and M when they're at the house with all the cats the Hemingway house and he's like telling oh. him his license is revoked and stuff yeah. I felt that a little bit there but overall not so much you know I, felt, I don't know I'm just used to it yeah maybe I felt that and maybe I'm totally off but whatever let me share my feelings since this is a therapy podcast <laughs> <laughs> I felt that like this movie and it was reminding me of how like that transition between 80s and 90s had this mm-hmm. vibe to it i felt like every tr- accent trope was super strong like the way our sanchez character his name mm-hmm. is sanchez like mm-hmm. ugh, that alone like these are the things that then in the in the like later 90s when kids are making reference to a hispanic person they use the word sanchez nonstop. And they use the Mm -hmm. same accent that Sanchez has in this movie. And when we are Mm -hmm. referencing kids in the late 90s are referencing like uh, a British accent. Like it sounds like we're we're trying to do the accent from this movie, which is like not exactly (laughs) super common spoken British. It's just like it's very specific and kind of movie like, I guess. I just felt like that throughout the film, like every accent, every whatever seemed like... (laughs) It seemed like yeah. the thing that people were trying to imitate in the late 90s on like SNL and stuff that was probably lent itself to a lot of discrimination and, and shitty stereotyping, unfortunately. Uh, well, <laughs> the we talked about in A View to a Kill how everything was like the cartoon version. Yeah. Of, you know, and, and I think it's the same director. Yeah. And it was really interesting is like it feels like the later in time version of that. Like, of course, that's how it moved culturally. Like we came from things being super when they're when they're when they're cartoony when they're like action adventure fun playful them being super cartoony to like trying to pull that into the real world and then you get this like only elements of it are really cartoony and then other aspects are more realistic and the elements that stuck really cartoony are like the people from other nations and what they sound Mm. and act like like cultures Mm -hmm. became the cartoony thing Ooh, how interesting the cartooning uh, cartoonifying of culture continuing but then like the real the real life affying how do i put that the like a uh, pulling into reality moments that are like <clears throat> more action or like action moments etc are being pulled a little more into reality maybe not in this movie hmm. what are moments being pulled into reality clothing's being pulled more into reality dialogues being pulled think, more into reality yeah more i mean more not a hundred percent clearly like not 100% yet. It's not only 1989. But as compared to like A View to a Kill, there's elements because of the 90s are coming that are being pulled more into reality. And then later in the 90s, we'll get things that are more realistic. Like filmmaking, the trend in filmmaking in the later 90s was like super realistic. And then it was like independent yeah. film realistic, like Napoleon Dynamite realistic, like extreme reality <laughs> that's yeah. like 
it's like inverted itself in a way that's boring but interesting because um, <laughs> you know but it's so this is such an interesting time for for films that are uh influential the late 80s early 90s because they're which elements are being pulled into reality and which elements are being cartoonified i think says a lot about society and it's just damn fascinating yeah now Sorry. i'm like curious what movies were <laughs> Of eight, 1989. So it's like Batman. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Batman, you know, the one with. um, Yeah. Who's in uh, it? Fucking. I can't. I can see the face. Of uh, the yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Michael Keaton and uh, <laughs> yes, Jack Michael Nicholson as Joker. Yeah. 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 That was yes. 1989. The okay. Tim Burton ones. Right. Absolutely. Um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was the yes. same year. Indiana Jones did the same thing where they kept the cartoonified cultural like people from a different culture, whatever cultural aspects, the idea of like spirituality and different cultures, that type of stuff is super cartoonified, oh, I remember but they're that. pulling yeah. other elements back, starting to pull them into reality for the nineties. Like mm-hmm. the rest of the sure. shit, basically. Wow. Fascinating. That really is consistent <laughs> in the way culture did media in the, yeah. And you know, 80s, even in the news, 90s. it was the same thing. So of course of really cartoonifying cultures that are different. And I'm just using the word culture cause it, it covers all of it. It covers accents. It covers like the, the culture, you know, like the way that <laughs> yeah. that country has operated and what its backbones are and all that. Anyway. Oh, when Harry that... Met Sally was also 1989. Oh, well, no wonder that movie stuck so well because it didn't cartoonify shit so much. as <laughs> <laughs> the others. Although yeah. it did cartoonify, okay. you know, sex occasionally. <laughs> In a good way. They they did it with taste. Okay, sorry. Yeah. On to. I don't need to be saying sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, all before good, 2020, good. I was so good at being a woman who was like, I don't say sorry all the time. I'm good. I like work before- to be someone who doesn't just say sorry constantly. And then 2020 yeah. happened and I'm trying to get back into human contact and I've fallen back <laughs> into my sorries of just like, am I stepping on feet everywhere? I don't know. What's the ground? Who's, uh, yeah. what's your name? what's etiquette i forget yeah okay um yeah okay so back to the cold open um you're introduced to the bad guy you and he escapes from j or he gets captured and then escapes from being captured what's it called from that truck by the cops yeah um and you see the the not that you see the abuse between him and like you see you get a taste like, you get a look into his relationship with Lupe right and mm. she is um cl- clearly on you know a kept woman who's not yeah. happy with him so she's sleeping with someone else um and he whips her because of that and that's their relationship oh <clears throat> yeah it's awful but it's like um they with the with this bad guy they were trying they really tried to pull like what you're saying about the reality stuff from the headlines of like he's this drug baron and you know it was the late 90s and all the cartel stuff was going on um and so that's the picture that they painted with yeah and yeah it feels like really of a movie of that time yeah in that sense yeah early 90s yeah early late 80s early 90s um yeah 
And then we see a whole wedding scene also, like literally like, hey, we're going to go kill this bad guy, jump from airplanes, do every possible stunt in the planet, and then land in the wedding and have a wedding. Bye. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, All in the cold. It's like an entire movie happened in the cold open. There are so many details that happened in the cold open. (laughs) Okay. Got it. It's like a short film. And then we get the intro and the rest of it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. yeah and then the intro song <laughs> mm. this is one of those that you know it's the ballady ones yes. um and it's so 80s but i love singing it like in the shot like me it's just fun to too. sing <laughs> okay here are my notes for yeah, the intro tell me i wrote kind of cool song is a vibe <laughs> it's a vibe yeah <laughs> exactly. 80s body movements Oh, yeah. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay, not bad. I dig. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, great. Oh, I also said every way to be nude on camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like silhouette. You're, you've got a sheet in front of you. You're kind of lit. Like every possible way that someone can be not fully nude, you know, censorship, uh-huh. but also as nude as possible it's like yeah like in that photograph like there was like one with red light it's like every way to be (laughs) suggestively nude and i was like that's fine i'm cool and i i kind of liked the camera tricks i like that we're still on film in 89 so we're doing like Mm -hmm. filmy camera tricks like as the filmmaker in me is like ooh, fun i want to (laughs) try oh cool yeah i was just my eye kept going to the lyrical dancers with like the chiffon so 80s body it's so movements. 80s yeah yeah the one girl like it, it there's a gun and you have like a gunshot sound and then she does this like like backwards little like leapy pose jump thing i'm like that's uh-huh. it's so funny to make it look like that's to make it feel like that's what it looks like when you're shot by a gun <laughs> like yeah. this is confusing me artistically <laughs> what like she's in the most expansive expression pose like this like big delightful like she looks like krista from fern gully like fairy jump (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile we hear a gunshot sound simultaneously and it freezes her in that shape like oh i didn't connect that (laughs) it it makes my mind i know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's all your thoughts on it is you kind of like to sing the song the song gets to you yeah. you hear it for 10 seconds it and does. you're like shit now i'm singing it what happened yep it does it's like it's never those ballady songs are not my favorite bond songs you know like i like the more sultry jazzy stuff or yeah. like the high energy duran duran like yeah stuff like that but then but then so this is very like middle of the road for me but it feels good to sing it <laughs> i mean it's what um, it does i watch i started i literally was watching for like you know maybe 20 <laughs> seconds and then i heard myself singing out loud before i realized i was doing it yeah i don't know this song but you know it's repetitive enough it's ballady like you just catch on and you go with it yeah gladys night um yeah that's pretty much all my thoughts okay for the intro very very 80s movement yeah um should we get into our looks yeah okay i went (laughs) (laughs) Yes, to continue it can i just say this is friendship this is how you know you're a best friend (laughs) thank you um i want you to go first today okay oh good because i want to go first um perfect i think it's early my first look is lupe's red robe 
Oh, Lupe, okay. her name's Lupe, yeah. right? Yeah. Lupe Again, Lamora. they say her name like once. So, yeah, <laughs> I wrote it down. I'm trying to be better. Her red robe. Yeah, her silky red robe. I just cute. like it. I like it and I like it. <laughs> cute, cute, cute. Yeah, classic red. Um, she wears a lot of red in this. She that wears a lot of red. Striking 80s red. I don't know yeah, if it's, it's like specific a to 80s, but it is a little orange. bit old. Yeah, like it's not that deep scarlet. It's no, not like not um, a crimson. Yeah, it's it's that more. It's blood, blood, red. slight orange, fresh blood, fresh blood. It is like fresh TV blood, blood red. red. <laughs> it's definitely movie blood red for sure. Yeah. As this movie, there's yeah, a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the moment oh later God. in the movie where um somebody they're in one of those big old trucks and somebody has one of those he... big old guns and he smacks yes, the yes, guy I in the face exactly. with it? It's literally like a stamp of red paint. <laughs> yeah. Like there's definitely it's... just red paint on the end of the gun. Smacks his face it's... and it just stamps it. <laughs> exactly. It's the shape of the butt of the gun, just like yeah, exactly. square on his face. Dude, I want to do that. I want to make one of the things I love about action movies like this is I've always wanted to like remake playfully, jokingly exaggerating these moments like in a comedy. That is something <laughs> I desperately want to put in some future short film of mine. Yeah, <laughs> something like it. that, like just having the perfect stamp of it. Oh my God, that's so funny <laughs> to me. You see just like a fist or I don't know what it would yeah, be. Yeah, a fist yeah. punches someone and it's just like perfect knuckle shape. Knuckles. Yeah. Knuckle <laughs> shape. <laughs> oh, or like a kick. <laughs> Why is this so funny to me? Footprint. I don't know. This really uh, it gets to me so good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the color of her robe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Um, my first one actually was before this one. So oh. it's lupe's white dress that um <gasps> okay. with the thinnest thinnest spaghetti straps that um yes which were going uh, on all over the place the thin thins mm-hmm. thin thins yeah um and it's a i couldn't get a good look at the bottom because okay when she's getting out of the car it looked like either her dress got torn or it's layers like strips of fabric yep so yep. i couldn't tell which it was one i would prefer yeah, there's one picture. The picture you I would sent pref- is my only reference. You can barely see it. Yeah, which would you You prefer? can barely see it. I would prefer if it wasn't torn. I mean, uh, if it wasn't strips of fabric and it was just like she got caught in something and it got ripped. Like, I wish the dress was just a simple, um, not pencil. It doesn't have to be a pencil. Like, just slightly fitted look. Well, I was thinking it looks um, like a drop waist at, like, really, really low. Is that part also what you're thinking from the picture? Oh, my God, you're probably right i see the gathering now but you just like oh, never like see that part on yeah. the camera well i like the top half you know yeah. um the sweetheart neck and then the thin straps um, and the white and a good like white striking. dress yeah exactly yeah. yeah exactly um so that's the one that i liked um cool another color she wears a lot she wears a lot of red and white yeah red white black like if you say is it yeah and rarely yeah, yeah. black but Oh, there's a couple black looks though. Yeah. Oh, are there? But I yeah. can only think of one. Anyway, yeah, cool. Oh, I like it. I, it as far as what we're able to like, okay, I I hate to be this person. I, it's clear what eras of fashion are my favorite, and I mean nothing by it except for personal opinion. But this is not my favorite era for fashion. The like late '80s, mm-hmm. early '90s, just yeah. the '80s in I general. Mean, yeah. A View to a Kill changed things because of Aliyah. Like, thank you for dressing right, that film yeah. but outside of that the 80s 
are really not my area, especially 80s and then going into the early 90s. So like most of the looks I picked are not, I don't love them, but I like, they're my favorite from the movie. <laughs> and that's, same, same, same. Yeah. And because of that, and now we're clear on that, like, yeah, this is a great choice. I would totally pick this. And if I was around in 89, I probably would wear this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is your number two? My number two is, okay, her name is Pam Bouvier, but she goes by Mrs. Kennedy later. And the whole thing, uh, what's my issue with names? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to call her Pam from now on because that's fun. Yes, um, Pam. Exactly. My second look is Pam's like black, full black Teflon vest look. Oh, when cool. she's Kev- fighting Kevlar. Yeah. Kevlar. Ooh, did I say Teflon? I meant Kevlar. Teflon. What's Teflon? Kevlar. Teflon is like frying pans, nonstick. Oops. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just talked to my mom about about nonstick frying pans actually, and I wonder if I've seen. <laughs> Teflon Kevlar. Kevlar. What the heck? Okay. Alana. Yeah. Kev- Kevlar. Her Kevlar outfit. Her Kevlar vest. Her Kevlar the bar vest look. Look. Although, like, I'll say you don't, you can't see m- much. It's just like black pant looking bottoms. They're not jeans. They're not too loose. That's about all you can tell. Yeah. And uh, her the top, it looks just like a V neck something. It looks like it's going to be a jumpsuit from the angle you can see it from. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. That would have been cute. It keeps looking like a jumpsuit, keeps looking like a jumpsuit. And then looking at photos, it would be cute. Looking at photos later, you can see that the vest is just kind of long, like to her, like all the way down to the hip bones kind of length. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was just like a long vest and that's why it looked jumpsuit-esque. But it fits her super well. And I love, I really just like it for its function. I've, I always have loved the idea of like, if you're going to make a bulletproof vest and you're going to have women do action stuff, don't always make them wear some bulky shit that doesn't fit them. Like, who is not producing bulletproof vests that fit a woman in a way that she can be, uh, like, secretive about the fact that she's More wearing disguise. one? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, discreet, yeah. disguised, like discreet. Yeah, because men exactly. wear bulletproof vests, and you got no idea because they're made to fit a man's body shape, and have no idea, most in most outfit cases, that he's wearing a bulletproof vest. But for mm-hmm. women. It's like you can always tell because they look like they're drowning in some like <laughs> yeah. life preserver. Exactly. This reminds me of in um, you watch Killing Eve. There's yes. like when uh, Sandra O's character is like uh, her life is being threatened. You know, they, they're they like, OK, you need to start wearing a bulletproof vest. And she puts it on and like everything on top of it. It just looks like you said, like drowning and like looks covering terrible. it up with like, yeah, with big baggy clothes and shit. Yeah. yeah. And like I get, okay, yeah. boobs come in different sizes, so maybe to have like a one size fits all is harder for women's wear like that, I guess. But uh, it's yeah. an excuse. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, an interesting thing that I was thinking or looking up though, cuz the she she gets shot in the back, you know, in that scene and yeah. then she's like this Kevlar's great. I was like, why are they calling it out? You know, it must have been like a new thing. Yeah. Oh, um, I have notes on this too. Go ahead. Oh my god, you did the research? Uh, well, yeah, I did well, research. <laughs> um, well, so I looked at when was Kevlar invented, and it was invented by DuPont in the 60s mm-hmm. by a woman named <gasps> Stephanie Kwalek. 
Yeah. She was a chemist at DuPont and they kind of, um, they were looking for like solutions for, uh, with, when there was like oil shortages or something, they were looking for, um, uh, new ways to make tires, like strong tires. And, um, mm. this was kind of the result. Uh, I think it might have, have been by accident or something, but yeah. <laughs> very half-assed research by the way, guys. Um, <laughs> but this is, this was the result of it. And they, they created this like flexible, but, um, like very durable material and that and then um but then the applications of kevlar didn't really happen until the 70s like how to use it in like bulletproof clothing yeah um so that was the 70s and then i guess by the 80s it was starting to get more and more um popularized and used by like um agencies and stuff like that so wow so maybe Mm -hmm. it was kind of a new thing yeah kind of what kind of yeah what I was thinking, which I did not research, is just m- I did put mind time into. <laughs> <laughs> thought. Thought into. Yeah. Thought, yeah. Is that um, another, like, clear example of this being in the late 80s is that in the 80s, things started becoming about brands and branding and brand names. And that's when we started having, like, Kleenex instead of tissues and, like, rollerblades yeah. instead Xerox. of... Xerox. Yeah, like all these, and these were like the words used because of the style of like marketing and and the movement of media basically in the 80s. Everything became about brands, brand name, and money. Like all, you know, you look at all that 80s TV shows and movies and stuff, there's a huge movement of like, I'm proud of the fact that I'm chasing money and that's a good thing. And like being in business Mm -hmm. and doing money is what's best and America loves money. And I have mixed feelings about it because I, I love money. I'm not trying to say anti-money by any means, but the like businessifying of humanity that happened in the 80s yeah. is mm-hmm. still kind of fucking us up. So <laughs> that part I don't love, but you know, evolution of culture, it had to happen. Pendulum had to swing real hard in order to swing back. Got it. But yep. Yep. all that being said, like it's really apparent in this movie that like, oh yeah, this is after that started because they use a lot of these like specifically in in this film where people are going to be reading hundreds of people are going to read the script and have something to say about it. And it's going to be poured over and it's like an important franchise film. They're using all of these brand names specifically. And I'm like, well, that's very interesting that they would make those choices. Like for example, the, um, what is it? The, uh, I forgot the word. I want to say Teflon again. <laughs> oh, Kevlar. <laughs> the Kevlar. And like when he's uh-huh. looking at the, one of the bad guy Sanchez's windows later and they say, something like armored something something brand name mm-hmm. and later he's oh, like okay. oh those are armored windows and like that means he can't yeah. shoot bullets through them like a lot of times they use these specifically they're using the brand name and not like like if this movie took place in the 70s they'd be saying not bulletproof saying like glass. bulletproof e- or yeah, yeah exactly exactly yep. yep or something like that and like you see a little bit of the in between because it's still just at the start of culture doing that well you know midway through culture doing that like for example the like shark killer device (laughs) the boat thing is just called shark killer (laughs) like (laughs) in like the 70s if you had some kind of technology device it would just be called what it does it would be oh this is the shark killer what does it do it kills sharks and then the 80s it would be shakuela kilibi and that's like the brand brand name name that like does shark killing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I like that we have still a bit of crossover in this movie. Like we're still just in 1989. So we have things like Shark Killer and then the rest of it's like Teflon and Kevlar Kleenex and, and Kevlar. Kleenex and Rollerblade. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the 90s will happen and every child in our age range will be dramatically shown commercials about everything and will be like exactly. consumerism is everything yeah. and we need to buy name brand GAC <laughs> <laughs> I just want a shirt that says name brand GAC <laughs> in reference to this cultural movement that no one who sees that shirt will understand yeah <laughs> But I'll get it, and it means something to me. Okay. So that's Tangency. what matters. Yep. <laughs> okay. My number two look, same scene, but it's Benicio Del Toro's outfit. <gasps> and I I love it. I <laughs> okay. so, love it. Right? It's I told so you, 89, personal. most of these looks, like, eh. I actually... Yeah desperately love that look go ahead i know i so he's wearing like this crop jacket and high waist pants and then a variation of different tops that semi he switches high. out but he's all they're like semi high. high yeah not yeah yeah like above the hip bone high, high to us but 80s normal perhaps sure sure sure, um, sure, sure. but i love the crop jacket and like um this was the first time i noticed the detail on the back but like yes. through the sleeves yeah there's grommets like hardware yes. like on the yeah so cool nice detail yes. um and he's uh, i love him in this movie he's yes. uh, i think this was like his first big movie and he's so young and so sexy yeah i think he looks yeah. great yeah right i can't stop <laughs> thank you affirming and agreeing with you. yes yeah oh my god and yeah. the, ch- the choices that he makes um <laughs> are great yeah. honeymoon specifically um <laughs> and yeah i i love him his whole look is great great henchman tell me dude your thoughts. <laughs> yes the only reason i did not say this outfit is because he wears basically the same like structurally the same outfit with like different tops basically underneath it <laughs> throughout the movie yep and yeah. i just chose a later version Oh, that's, okay. That's yeah. the reason this isn't on there. Like, you know what I honestly thought about doing? I was like, this could be fun. Is just making all five of my top lopes looks different Benicio <laughs> Del Toro. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's kind of like an asshole joke. Like, I'm not really doing any work. <laughs> so I was like, well, hilarious. <laughs> I'm saying it now. Okay. My, I was real close to that. <laughs> and I did kind my of. My number one is his tank top one. <laughs> number two is his the red, red one. shirt. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I did kind of do a, a playful move in my look choices. You'll see later, but okay. that. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know I, what? So and I, also, there's. <laughs> there's a moment. I tried to take as many pictures as possible and watch the action in that scene because it's really dark and movement. And there's a moment yeah. where it looks like he's got, like, the back of the red shirt is plaid or something, or is that another guy in a red shirt? There's something that oh, shows up plaid know. from the back. And I was like, what? But he's also wearing suspenders. So I thought, well, maybe it's just the position of the suspenders on the red. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm re-looking at the pictures now. It's actually his white tank top one that I liked. But <laughs> his red one is good, too. It's like matador-ish, and I like it. Yes, um, very matador-ish. Oh, my God. I'm so obsessed with the cut of that on a man. Yeah, right? It's Ooh. good. Um, and then the white tank top version one looks kind of like it reminds me of um, like Antonio Banderas and like Desperado yes. and those movies. Yeah. Yes. Very love it. Mm. The structure of the um, jacket, the fact that the jacket's like it's cropped, but I don't want to use the word cropped because it's just the right proportion for the pants. It is. 
Yeah. It's so like not technically like a little short. cropped. Yeah. It looks just like normal. It looks good, but it, if you look at it technically, it is more of a cropped length. Yeah. It's a bit shorter, but it, right. it's great. Yeah. It's perfect on him. And yeah, the <laughs> grommet details, like it looks yeah. like it's like little, the little like uh, for breathability grommets, which makes me wonder yeah. what material it is. You cannot tell in my in my eyes, could not tell what material that was at all. Just like I, basic. Yep. I don't know. Normal material. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Looks normal. <laughs> Something woven. That's that's yeah. all. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> the cut of all of it, like the sleeve length, the pants, the way they fit him. Ah. Right. Yeah. I could go on. I mean, I he looks like on. a dancer, and he looks he like does. very good with movement. Yeah. <laughs> and he's hot. He's so young. He's so hot. Young Benny, yeah. as I've been calling him. So this movie. <laughs> Whenever I come across a Bond Young movie that's a little Betty. bit more, <laughs> a little bit more like fun, I'll do an Instagram stories like series about it where I'll just zoom in on the funny things basically. Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just who I am. If you watch my Instagram, you'll know that's very, that's me. Um, and yep. I did that on this movie and I pointed out how hot young Benny is and I got so many at replies of people being like oh my god he's so hot young Benny yeah I had uh-huh. one from our dear friend Erica and I'm gonna just call her out right now and I'm gonna read to you <laughs> oh, please I screenshotted please. it and I'm going to share it she so she responds I have a picture I post of like hot Benicio del Toro and I said baby Benny baby Benicio del Toro so hot baby benny and she says all caps omfg he's so fine i'm pregnant (laughs) and then (laughs) like two or three slides later he does his like i'm a creepy guy face Uh (laughs) uh-huh and i caught that and it's a very like awkward looking creepy guy like it's very funny and then she (laughs) replied again and she goes oh no my pregnancy it's aborted that was my of all the people who were like thirsty replying to my like benny boy hot boys that was my favorite response that's great oh shit i didn't look I you gotta look through it's very fun yeah i will but yeah he is fine i agree so fine and um, you know interesting to hear other at replies to playing that story like that i had a few people mentioning how like oh how like bond is so playful and not playful bond oh. the character but like the about the movie just saying like yeah i think somebody was like oh i bet they regretted making this movie it's so cheesy or something like that and i was like ooh, what an opportunity to explain to this guy like you know all the older bond movies have this playful like they're in on the joke comedy that they're playing too mm-hmm. like this movie mm-hmm. and that's purposeful because like truly i know because i can relate having only had seen having had only seen daniel craig movies i really thought bond is meant to be so serious and hard yeah and so you watch mm-hmm. them like this and you're like oh i bet they'd want to hide those older movies like yeah i would feel the same way but then no yeah it's part of the heritage yeah or but like giving the, it being the history to, of it yeah exactly being able to help yeah. someone to understand that like actually the outlier is the daniel craig being so serious yeah yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, hopefully exactly. going to start shifting. And I'm really hoping that I love that Phoebe yeah. Waller Bridge as the guest is our, or as the writer is our uh, hint toward that. Yeah, exactly. 
anyway i thought that was really fascinating quite a few people responded in in some version of that and i was yeah i loved being able to talk to them about like yeah that's awesome no this is good yes. this is normal this is like on yes. purpose fun we're enjoying this i love and, that I love and they that. all were like oh cool <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> okay tangent city where are we Cute. at number um, three number three I'm skipping forward for my number three. So there were a bunch of looks I was like lukewarm about that I thought I could have picked that I'll just keep to on on men's on men's men's. honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm skipping forward to look number four is what I'm choosing because it's the mood I'm in. Look number four is a hot girl summer look. (laughs) Wait, look number three or three. What do you mean? Oh, it's three. Sorry. sorry, sorry, Three, three. My numbers are really close to each other. So I mess it up. Look number three is a hot girl summer look. And it's... um, Lupe is wearing a tight mini black, very fine, fine as in small polka dot dress. Yes. Cute. Super thin spaghetti straps. It's like a slight sweetheart in the front, I believe. Yeah. They like that sweetheart shape on her. Like, you know how we talk about with like, um, solitaire and like, um, yes. How she didn't let die and stuff like shape. Yeah, they they like to stick to the specific cut that works, like that makes their boobs look in a certain way. Like, I guess so. And yeah. she she wears a lot of the uh, sweetheart. Yeah, the dress could be shorter. You know, there's that like nineteen. It's like the eighties, later eighties, especially the pencil skirt shape where it's like above the knee, but it's like some proportion above the knee, or it's like at the knee. I don't love that proportion. I'm like, cover the knee just to the bottom of the knee. Or give or, me a mini. Or give me a mini. Like the the central. Sure. It's like it only works on like a very thin <laughs> thighed person. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, I can see that. And I don't think that it's a great cut anyway. Thin thighs or not. Uh, but I, I like, don't. I like it. Oh, okay. Well. But I hear what you're saying. I totally see what you're saying. I guess it's like hers isn't that bad because it's just above the knee, so that's fine. But like when they yeah. start making it more in between, like there are a lot of cuts like this throughout this movie that I was like, she would just look better if it was fully a mini or if it was a slightly longer. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like uh, the the sparkly dress, I felt the same way once it goes short. Um, anyway, so if I could do what I want to do with this dress, I would make it shorter. But what sold me on it is the back because the back is a super low cut. Mm. It's not just low like, cut. It's almost like there's a gathering of fabric just at the the bottom of the back, like top of the butt. What is that called? The nape? Oh, okay. Slight yeah, gathering. Nothing like, a, like bulky, yeah. but just a nice, like, it looks like intentionally that's where the fabric comes together and, like, it's making a little bit of a statement. But I would make it a mini. <laughs> cute. I like that one, too. It's like a... It's kind of like a, those cute little ref dresses, reformation dresses. Yeah, just a cute little simple hot girl summer dress. Cute. Okay, my number three is totally the opposite. <laughs> it's like the not hot. It's the cover your body summer look. It's the um, winter warm. No, but girl. it's still summer. Nope. It's the winter girl summer. But, <laughs> um, but this is might be my most eighties pick um okay. i couldn't find a good still of it but mm. it's pam bouvier's outfit when they first arrived to itsmas city and she's wearing these baggy ass pants that are like khaki, like khaki color yeah yeah and i'm gonna describe it and it's gonna sound awful um <laughs> like please <laughs> everyone baggy ass pants and and then um and then a white button down like rolled up sleeve shirt um mm. 
But what I like about it is like, okay, so since quarantine, I've been into the baggy pants look a lot. And (laughs) like, I'm petite framed. So like, I like to wear stuff that's like oversized and like make me look even smaller, (laughs) like just like play with proportion. So I feel like mixing too, like, (laughs) I I, want to just point out, I don't picture you in her whole outfit, but like parts of it mixed with other things. Absolutely. So I, I think I could pull off like the baggy pant look and make it look a little bit more like more like hip-hop than like yeah you're very (laughs) hip-hop for those of you listening who do not personally know Elma's style she you do have this like classy classy pulled together like 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 I like ballet something and then yes and then on top of it this like hip-hop laid-back Hawaii DJ girl easy (laughs) easy look relaxed relaxed yeah relaxed so So I love the relaxed vibe yeah Okay. Yeah. Um, so I would tweak just a couple fit things like Ooh. maybe it needs to be slightly baggier or like um, for the pants and then like not as green khaki, but like more Ooh. beige or like lean one way or the other. But it's yeah. like that weird flat 80s yep. khaki. That's like when you see like cheap suits on a rack and yep. like Ross or something. Yeah, that is that color. This, and I don't. Yeah. This whole movie is old enough that. It, all of every look in this movie feels like something I see I have seen the most frequently at Goodwill or like in a yes in a knockoff something store or whatever like that's the the time frame from this movie till now these are the things that are still around in stores that made them 10 years ago as knockoffs. it's like what your parents gave away to Goodwill um, when they started like having kids yes so (laughs) now you get rid of their previous clothes yeah now if you go to Goodwill you'll just see license to kill everywhere Exactly. Maybe even more five years ago. So I actually like her outfit and I would wear it like I would just with hands in the pocket and a relaxed fit look like a slightly oversized top. Um, I think I, I would wear that in the summer. <laughs> yeah. An updated version so, of that. Yeah. Yeah. An updated version of that, I would argue, is still hot girl summer. I don't think you okay. need to have a mini Cute. for a hot girl summer. Yeah. I think you can be <laughs> fully yeah. covered and be, ooh, baby, a hot girl summer. Cute. Okay. Cool. Sort of. Okay, interesting look <laughs> choice. Cool. Um, Are we on yeah. our fours now? Yep. Okay, so at this point, I jump forward, and I'm going to my baby boy Benny. Ooh, hot boy, <laughs> hot boy summer. Talk about it. Every boy hot needs boy to get this summer. outfit. <laughs> yes. And yes. me. Um, this and me. is <laughs> his with the blue top at the end uh, yes, version of this one. outfit that is my choice because I love that blue it's such a good color of blue the collar is it like is. it's not too big of the shirt the shirt collar isn't too big isn't too small isn't too like weirdly preferenced it's kind of more average sized in a good way standard yeah. is maybe a better word um it looks like a nice fabric like something Material lighter looks nice yes and he's wearing it unbuttoned at the top, which is ooh, hot boy summer. And <laughs> he has a necklace of some sort where I'm like j- double, triple hot boy summer, some kind of cute accessory. Love it. And his boots, you get to see his shoes clearly in this one. And they're kind of like the shape is kind of like a desert boot, but they're zip up on the side. So there's no lacing in the front. Just like a classic somewhat form f- to the foot fitted. The boot is men's great. boot. And I... I don't love those kind of boots on me. Like I like them to look a little bit more like 
bulky on a female, I guess, because I want it to feel more extreme. Like either it's like all the way fitted to me and I'm like feminine or it's like more masculine and more like bulky. But on a man, right. this type of like slightly more fitted, like deserty boot that's like a yes, like mid ankle yes. cut is like, oh, yes. With the heel. Uh-huh. And a, yeah, it's slight heel. Well, I like drooled saying that. I guess it's a halfway <laughs> summer. <laughs> I love it. It's I like love a this desperado look. boot. I don't know why I keep yes, yes, yes. That, but I like, mean, that's a great yeah. way to describe it because you say that and I got it. Yep. Yeah, that everything yeah, about yeah. this look, like, give me. I want to see this right now. I want to wear this right now. I want this everywhere. This is. I haven't been so excited about a look in a while, and I don't know why it just happens to be in this old License to Kill movie. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good one. Nice. I like that blue version. The blue top version cute um my number four is so it's another Pam Bouvier look um and it's her second dress that she wears in the casino which is the all black halter with the (gasps) yes good oh good I was gonna pick that I was so close to picking that I yeah I like this one I can't again don't know or recall what the hem looks like it doesn't show in the movie but I looked it up yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm looking at those pictures too, and she. Uh, but it's still, I can't really. Yeah, tell. I not, mean, it's a bit it's flowy. It has some yeah, kind of slit. Like, that it looks like. Yeah, that, it has a that slit. That's true. Um, and it looks like it's uh, probably jersey, like some knit that is um, knit fabric. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's super elegant. Um, timeless still. It doesn't feel super eighties. Like if you look totally closely, there's timeless. probably extra extra gathering and pleats here and there. <laughs> unnecessarily i bet mm-hmm. um but i like it like it it's, you know why because um, i think it's like the 70s being pulled into the 80s so it still it has is. some of the yes. casualness of the 70s thank god yeah, which we love i see that yeah 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 so that's my number four it um, looks great classic. on her on her also yeah. she's got i think the boobage yeah. my goodness that's my favorite look on her like i think that's when yeah. she looks the best in my opinion it, I love it and I love that her hair is not in the surf the wave shape back yep. she wears yeah. it's more <laughs> like Demi Moore to be calling back to her that's true bits of combo right. yeah yeah and I also just speaking about her costumes I love that she always has a little gun in a holster around her thigh like uh-huh give me every fantasy about woman in a spy movie ever like yes Yes, I love it. <laughs> Secret guns oh. hidden in a woman way that's like sexy, but like I'll kill you. Ooh. Yeah. I want to talk about, um, so that, so, okay. So I was watching some behind the scenes stuff and when she was um, audition, when she was called to audition, mm. um, the actress Carrie Lowell, when she was called to audition, she was like, read the script and was like, okay, she's like a CIA agent or something that like hangs out in bars. So she put on like a leather jacket and boots, I mean, and jeans. And she's like, that felt like a tough, tough girl kind of outfit. And I was like, that would have been great on her in this movie. Like, I think that sounds perfect. Um, 
But then, like, I don't know if it was her agent or someone saw her and said, oh, no, 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 you need to, like, sex it up. And so she went and... Listen, what's more sexy than a leather jacket and some jeans? I know. I mean, different definitions of sexy, sure. But, like, that sounds great. And then so she went out and she says in her own words, she says, I went out and looked for the cheesiest, tackiest dress I could find. (laughs) And I think it was even pink or something and, like, short. Not hard in the 80s. Right. And tight and um and wore that to the audition and yeah, and she got the part. <laughs> Although but, that does kind like, of sound cute, like a tight <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I love it. Um but yeah, so that was that was her thinking and then versus their thinking of what's sexy and then how she got the part. I mean I'm sure her mm. acting chops was was what got her the part, but yeah, that helped. Yeah, um, her character having to play his secretary for so long, like, definitely changes. Seeing her in that first look, I'm like, yeah, maybe she would wear cool shit a lot more if she was still in her own personality more, I guess. Oh, instead of playing the secretary role? Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, Although yeah, she, yeah. like, is hanging out around plenty of time. Like, they, they could have made it clearer that, like, her personality is different from this quote-unquote secretary she's playing, which would have been a really interesting yeah. character qualities. Like, when she wears that... Again, like an a bland eighties green khaki colored dress. Dress, yeah. Like that Ugh. is her being casual. Oh, <laughs> that was almost my kill. And maybe it's oh on God. the kill list because maybe in this movie we have a kill list because I kind of yeah. But uh, license to kill a list. license to kill list. And it that outfit like that is her not really work on the job for him. You know that when she's wearing that. She's more kind of just being around the hotel and doing her own stuff. They could have had her in something that's more her personality there. And that could have been a moment to be like, oh, yeah, when she's dressing in the secretary way, that's her filling the role that that is like their deal. But mm-hmm. but yeah. they didn't. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Whatever. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Uh, number. Oh, number five. Is this our last one? Numero five. Oh, yes. Oh, it's my turn, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so this is when I say I'm still going to play some jokes and be a bit of a wild card and have fun with it. That's what my number five is. My number five is the... Let me get the right word. The, like, iguana Komodo dragon-looking creature. Uh Uh-huh. His outfit, which is just a diamond (laughs) necklace. (laughs) (laughs) Asshole, that's not allowed. (laughs) I mean, I could add... I have honorable mentions I could add, but... I thought, let me okay. shake it up and make it fun. And rather than doing all five Benny boys, I'll do one Iguana <laughs> necklace boy. Because, I, I mean, honestly, though, every time it was on screen, not because it was an iguana, but because of that necklace, I was like, oh, let me stare at you more. Like, it really did steal. That necklace stole the scene. What would be a woman's yeah. bracelet stole the show. And so I had to pick it. My heart, The heart wants Cute. what it wants, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And I love That's that she birth- steals it from him later. Yeah, yeah. Iguana's uh, our girl's best friend. Yeah, apparently. She says. <laughs> okay, fine then. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I almost Damn. picked the black dress you said, so it probably would have oh, just been that okay. black dress <laughs> if I did a proper look. Cute. Um, okay, this was fucking hard because... Um, like again, it's all, uh, also like lukewarm outfits, and exactly. I could pick a wild cardi outfit in Q's disguise outfit. 
um that was Mm -hmm. kind of on my list do you know which one i'm talking about i know it's when he has the walkie-talkie that is a broom the broom yeah (laughs) my probably my favorite gadget moment yet that scene that moment where he's sweeping is good he just like pulls it out starts talking on it oh my gosh i lit up i loved that i just i loved that q was so involved you know and like he was out on the field in disguises and like and he just one of the best he's done all that he throws it into a bush just like you're throwing away a a working walkie-talkie that's rare it's your bush. okay yeah someone's gonna (laughs) find that um and have a blast (laughs) we need a spy Um, movie about the people that come back to clean up after the spies and i'm sure it's been pitched (laughs) but like somebody green light that somebody find the best version of that script and green light it and i want it to be a comedy it better be a comedy and there better be stunts and there better be women all over it i'm in oh totally it's like um like in the world is not enough james bond's uh snow jacket that like turns into a bubble bubble thing to like encapsulate them so they don't get hit by the avalanche like where did yeah. that go they just leave it in the mountains who's gonna clean up after no way they definitely because also then people would find this technology and stuff and there would be yeah. chaos no way it's yeah, like exactly. there's that one movie it's called like sunshine cleaning or something that's about the people that go in after someone it's this is about to get dark the people that go in oh, after someone has yeah. died or like committed suicide yeah. somewhere or whatever and they like it's a service that cleans oh, yeah. that up and like I know takes the body where it needs to be and all that like how there was this very depressing indie movie version of the people who clean up after absolutely depressing sad death I want the like action comedy version of that of the people (laughs) that clean up after these like outrageous spy characters. Great. I'm, I'm here for it. I want to see that. Me too. (laughs) Um, so I didn't pick Q's outfit by the way, but I could have. Well, at least we got Um, to mention it. Yeah. 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 Um, like it could have been that it could have been, uh, I don't know very lukewarm outfits anyway so the one that i liked um before this viewing of it and then now that i watched Mm. it this time i was like i like it less but still i'm gonna put it in is um lupe's halter white jumpsuit outfit that she's like i'm gonna go shopping and then Uh gets on the boat and goes away so i love the halter and the kind of 50s style um pinup-y look and i like the pants but then i noticed this time there's crochet detail like everywhere and i Oh, don't no. like it i know but i'm a seamstress i can like totally rip off all of that <laughs> seam rip that um <laughs> the crochet side like the pit the stripe striping of crochet down the side of the pant leg i can totally get rid of that and make it look cute um and it's it's it has a large belt i know how you feel about belts <laughs> mm, i don't like the belt i, I know <laughs> i don't mind it um, the look looks I'm more bothered appropriate I'm to more 1989, bothered. but yeah, it does. I'm more bothered by the crochet detail on the on the sweetheart neckline and the pants. Um, I mean, but I don't overall, like the peplumy like, vibe, the '80s because it's a jumpsuit. It's just so it pleated. Looks, yeah, but be, I, it's the '80s pleating, but in a jumpsuit, therefore Fullness, it looks yeah. very peplumy to me because it's coming from the top. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I just. Yeah. See that. that the look of that part is the part that I least like. But you know the crocheting is a close second and the belt is actually the third. <laughs> <laughs> and um but like there's that 
uh, still shot of her where she's like reading a book on the chair and it's like mm-hmm. just looks like a cute halter. I'm like, yeah, I like that. The thick halter straps. An um, updated version of this, like a 2021 version of this outfit would be really cute. Yeah, I wouldn't do the tapered. Uh, you know, like the thing about the 80s is the the full at the hips and the tapered at the ankles. Like not that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go for that. Too um, weird. <laughs> it was a thing of its time. Yeah. Um and like a yeah. version of that I like. Like a less There is a version of version. That. Yeah, like I like joggers and that's basically what I described, but this is not a jogger. <laughs> um so yeah, updated cuts here and there and it could work. Um I'm with you. Like but the top like half I is said, very cute. Luke, lukewarm. Lukewarm, you know? Yeah. Like not amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. I'm glad you mentioned that look because it's it's on my mensch. Menchies. Okay. Um do we do our keep kills first? Oh, let's do a couple menchies. <laughs> okay. On men's. Yeah, let's do that. I'm trying to keep it a consistent term. I'm going to call it on men's because I loved it when Erica called things on men's on. <laughs> on men's. On uh, our fifth element episode. That was so funny to me. Yeah. I didn't. I barely noticed until I was editing it. And then I heard it so much. I was like, ooh, on men's baby. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have one or shall I go? Yeah, I have a couple. Uh, go but you it. go. You go. Oh, okay. I'll go. <laughs> um, on men, a lot of the white things she wears, Lupe, I don't like and are look very like cheap. What? Like the dress, the white dress she wears when she steals the iguana's bracelet. Oh yeah, the last one. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So close With to having the flutter. Yeah, it could have been cute in so many ways. Yeah, but it just it could have been cute. in so many ways was not cute. <laughs> and the necklace, Agreed. yeah, it's like a choker. But the kind that looks like like a long necklace that you just pulled all the way up to the front. Like it's like looks like it's like dangly loose almost toward the back uh, by okay, the shape yeah. of it. You know, like this was an intentional shape to make it look like you're wearing like, I don't know, a necklace at, up backwards. At choker <laughs> you know? length. Choke yeah. at the front, long at the back or something, but not like a chain, like something that's thick. So strange. Did not like that. I didn't like the necklace in the first place, but I didn't like the that shape of wearing it that's one on men i guess i shouldn't just on men things i didn't like you know can i say one I on a men of those, though. you do okay yeah one that i wanted to point out out of surprise is the the wedding dress i was expecting oh, tell I'm, me <laughs> i was like i am gonna hate the shit out of this it's 1989 and like dresses and wedding dresses in the 80s are some of the ugliest oh, things i've ever the seen worst. I was like yes. i'm gonna hate it and wedding dresses in the 90s aren't that much better occasionally if they're better later in the 90s okay it's like i'm not gonna like it i'm not gonna like it i'm this not gonna one like it feels a little bit more 90s i and, think yes and then I she, mean, totally. we see more and more of it and i'm like you know what the more i see you know what the more i see you know what the more i see and just <laughs> yeah. by the end of by the time she died i was like i actually don't mind this wedding dress it's kind of cute oh i don't like it i mean it's not terrible it doesn't have like giant um princess sleeves mm-hmm. and shit like that yeah but like you know, the it's a two piece, right? So the front, right. the top is um, has that um kind of medieval? No, maybe not. It medieval. does have what a medieval vibe. It's off medieval shoulder, style? and it's yeah. it's got like a corseting in it, and the yeah. corseting, the bottom of it goes into a point, whatever you call that. Yeah. Like, and that is so medieval looking. Yeah. But I like it yeah. when things that are corsety go- come to like more of a point. They like follow the hip 
hips uh-huh. curve. I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do like that in general. Ooh, that <laughs> Yeah. But the all lace and the all beading. The entire and the... thing is lace. And I didn't even know yeah. the beading. I very likely also beat it. I, I follow you. Actually, I, maybe it's not beat it. It just looks really heavy. looks like it could um, be, but yeah. It could Definitely be, Definitely yeah. he- heavy and, typically... and like, rippable at the same time, which is not great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a, a the, it's the corded lacing, so lace. So it's uh, a lanson lace is the, the type of lace oh. that is used, you know. Um, and then... I, but the off shoulder's pretty. It's pretty, and it's it's definitely more tasteful than a lot of wedding dresses that were out there at the time. Yeah, um, and the bottom it is lean just like heavily a, heavy into trends. The bottom is a super long skirt. Is it train at the bottom? It just looks big. I think so. But like at the bottom, bottom, not like so. it doesn't poof or anything. Right. It just fits to her body. What more I like started fish, fishtail. Yeah. yeah. What I started to what started to make me turn the page is when I saw that. It almost is like bat wings. Like there's some part of the dress, maybe it's the skirt that's attached to her arms or something. Not in like a princessy, like just at the tip of my finger is the bottom of my skirt train attached. But there's something more oh. than that. And I just was like intrigued by <laughs> like in a little recall. kid. Okay. <laughs> it was a little kid kind of yeah. way. We're like, that would be fun to play in. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And that's okay. what made me start to turn the page about liking it. Again, to be clear, I don't, outside of this movie, like this dress. Yeah. <laughs> but in the <laughs> context of this film and out of my shock and awe that I didn't absolutely hate it, I had to honorably I, mention it. Yeah, sure. I would say the men's suits in that is mm. worse. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and shocker. Yeah. Oh, and the bridesmaids' dresses, which are just like... <laughs> I don't know. You wanted to put a a card of like paper bag on someone and also make them look like a Greek goddess in like a weird <laughs> ugly pink. Like what? Yeah. Make your choice. Make your choice. Uh, yeah. So the men's suits I would did not like. It's with the top hat and everything. Um and that shade top of gray. Hats. It's like slightly purpley uh like very 80s gray and like light know, something so about it. light. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not for a lot of the Dalton suits, but I will say, um, I love when he's wearing the tux at the casino. Um, and then he pulls off his and he and then he goes yes. to um, spy. Yeah, it's just to spy on um, um, Sanchez's like meeting, and he pulls off his cummerbund, and inside it's like the rope hidden. We um, love a freaking gadget, costume gadget, costume. Ooh. Yes, yes. Oh, so good. I love that. Also, um, Pam Bouvier's dress in that same scene where, the, you know, the sparkly one. Yes, yes, yes. That, oh, yes. Um, I almost pitched it tears... just for the gadget. Same. Oh, my God. I, I had it in my list, but I'm like, but it looks cheap. You know, like, yeah. it's like that I hate it, but I cheap like, glitter. like what it does. Yeah. But also, I like the cut, though. Like, that high neck and the low back look. Like I think a I modern would... version of that cut I like. I feel like it's mm-hmm. too, it's like all of the conceptually all of the corners are rounded instead of just making their choices you know is kind of See, how I feel I, about it I feel that I don't mind it but I think it's because she's got good like big boobs um yeah. I think just the way that her chest fills it out makes emphasizes mm-hmm. that and on me I'm very flat I feel like that would look okay <laughs> that would be still very nice on my body I think um, like it's like the the high neck is good but make it a little higher and the the oh, okay. waist area like the 
the like boob to waist kind of like when you look at the line it's making of her body is good but give it a little bit more cut in at her waist so it's less a slightly more fitted i guess less baggy sure, and then sure. the same thing with the yeah. length where i'm like the length is cool but make it a little shorter or else make it a little longer and form fit it like i just think every little thing just needs to be sharpened a little it's a little bit too yeah. uh just whatever except around the edges right soft around the edges except for the glitteriness like that part is good and i like that it's kind of a almost sheer looking glitter yes yes, that is cool Mm -hmm. i actually really love that and the color we could also sharpen the color like are you leaning purple are you leaning blue are you going to be darker or lighter Mm -hmm. sharpen it yeah yeah you know i think the late 80s loved to be a little more ambiguous with all their shit they like (laughs) the late 80s edges yeah Yeah, they're like let's just make it a kind of both what if we did both <laughs> yeah <laughs> in between things yeah um, well, these things are both cool what if we put them at the same time <laughs> what do you think about lupe's red dress i don't like honest it. <laughs> okay thank you <laughs> yeah okay because i so i watched this with two boys her <laughs> body looks great that's the thing right um so we're like like i was because a lot of people think you know they see the color and it's like wow that's a hot dress that's a hot lady and they see the color and the cleavage yeah which i'm all for but uh, yeah same but it's like lace texture it has puff sleeves it's full length um lace sleeves it has uh the plunge front the thing is i think if you ripped off the sleeves i would like it a thousand times more yeah or just um, and uh, then or or just like, don't wear it <laughs> you know i wore a dress to our eighth grade graduation i think no something in eighth grade that was like i'm getting a fancy dress and this is a big deal and it's maybe my first time ever doing that yeah maybe, maybe it was graduation and it was a red dress although mine was like a rusty orange red oh so uh-huh. of the time and it was that like stretch lace kind of fabric. Mm-hmm. And I find similarity in the vibe of that to this. Mine was like a cap sleeved, but there was a slightly bit of puff to the start of the sleeve. Yeah. Sure. And it was short. It was really short. I remember thinking, can I wear this or not? Because it's so short for <clears throat> for the proportion on me. Um, but it it was like, you know, to the like hip bone. And then it had slightly like similar to the sleeve like a puffed little couple inches long something version at the bottom that was like a trim almost of the same color lace yeah but what i find similar is mine cut in it's the same like boob area cut where it cuts into like a a a very low for its type of look v and then there's almost like a panel underneath that like pulls together the top half and the bottom half stitching wise do you know what i mean sure and that is the exact same as this eighth grade dress I had with the same type of fabric this like slightly stretchy lace and I like that was such a thing for so many years that look I didn't I didn't realize I didn't like it then I didn't like it then I just didn't know there were other options I don't like (laughs) it now it's like again it's these weird proportions where like give me a, a legit like low front or or and let it go into the dress or give me one of those like things where like the uh, the like triangles of each boob come together onto the dress sewn as separates in a way that I don't know has more like good shape to it do you know shape. kind of what I mean yeah. like yeah shape it's like the proper shaping it's just of... weird 
yeah like in between like we were talking about that like let's do both type of shaping also on a stretch uh lace you know the, and then this, this one has the arms though, too yeah exactly that i i love how it fits her though like when you look at it from the side like when she's standing in sanchez's yeah. office and stuff she looks amazing um like it's just perfectly tailored to her but fucking sleeves like if they could have made the sleeves not just take off the sleeves but if they could have made it like maybe a thinner tank or kept the tank thick but uh, where it lays on the shoulder be more specific you know Mm -hmm. yep it's wider i'm struggling to put this into words but i think if you've lived through this era you might have an idea of what what we're like talking through (laughs) yeah i don't like it for all of those reasons and it could like again like we say most of these it's just the style of the time like if this was a 21st century version of this dress i'm sure we would both like it yeah unfortunately maybe not all lace but yes (laughs) well i mean if it was 21st century it would have to be something that works and what's all lace in the 21st it would have to okay i'm getting onto a tangent let me just cut it there (laughs) i'm like designing in my head now okay yes okay i have a couple more please go please please a couple more honorable mentions so um well, these aren't good ones, though, so I'll just say <laughs> it's the um, Sanchez is wearing this. Um, I think it's when he's taking the meeting with the gang, um, the whoever he's selling drugs to. Um, he has a set like a striped shirt, but it's like satin yes. striping. Yes. There's yeah. a picture then, of him with her in the red dress. Yeah. Like, what is it called? Prom style in that outfit yeah yeah um and it's it's weird it's a weird shirt it's like thick thick wide stripes um it has black contrasted wing tips um at the collar and um yeah i guess it's kind of he looks so bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes you got it that's the picture prom style where he's behind her and the hands around the waist yes exactly that he looks beyond looks so like a waiter and he looks so bad and i and it also <clears> looks <throat> like he's just in some ugly bed sheets i don't know what to say he looks yeah this should have been my kill why didn't why is this my kill <laughs> oh my god i'm so curious what your kill is then well um, i'm sorry we'll get this to it soon kill. <laughs> i'm sorry everyone uh, this should be my kill <laughs> okay last outfit i want to talk about is um the turquoise dress that pam Bouvier is wearing at the end that he pulls her into the pool yes in it's that color first of all is so 80s um it's that perfect 80s turquoise yeah i feel like i've definitely seen stuff in from your mom's closet and i was just gonna say that's my mom (laughs) and she still loves that color desperately and you know what i actually love that color too it's one of my things that i like from the 80s is that color and like a good hot pink and hot orange (laughs) sure yeah it's those colors it's just very of its time yeah very um and it's like the chiffon greek goddess style strapless dress that just has um i mean it's if you describe it it sounds pretty it's like turquoise yeah. and flowy and goddess like but i don't like it and this look came back around in like 2008 era too i remember having seeing a lot of dresses and tops with that same kind of shape although it was yeah. more like it was slightly different the way that they were like sewn at the top that looked a little bit more detail and cool i even had a pink top that was like that i think in probably 2008 2009 but i feel the same exact way like i think again if it made more choices like if it 
if it also came around, maybe some kind of strap or something came around her waist so there was more shape there, or if it, I don't know. Shape. It could use shape. But I, I mean, I like it's stuff striking. that's not nipped at the waist. But me too, like, me too, like yeah. I like, yeah. Like, hello, just... Halston. We've just been talking about the Halston show on um, oh yeah, Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah. Talk about Halston coming through in the 70s, shapeless and gorgeous. Like, give me glamour, a easy, big old... Glamour bag shape like sure as long as you do it well like oh I love it yeah but it I just I guess in my mind I'm like if I was to fix this I guess that's I would have to do something like that because I don't know how I would make it that I don't know either better in the shapeless way but it's striking (laughs) like it makes you want to talk about it the color is striking this idea of being Mm -hmm. totally strapless and how like so there's so much fabric everywhere else and it's like, ooh, what is all this? There's something striking about it, but it's like it doesn't hit. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Keeping kills. Keeping Keep kills. kills. Is that where we're at? Well, we just start I feel like let me quickly since we're in that moment mention Yeah. I the that whole scene and and oh, him jumping in the pool yeah, and them kissing and all that. Oh, I just think the whole thing is like big old bullshit. <laughs> the love triangle things. Ugh, it's so stupid. It is so yeah. Let's talk like about archetypey this. in a way that is based in like zero accuracy. In some guy wrote, uh, I'm assuming guy. I don't want to say it has to be a guy. Some person wrote a. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to call it fantasy, but like a like a fairy tale idea of what happens between women and potentially a man and it just became a bigger and bigger thing and you see it all through the 80s and it probably starts closer to the 70s no no really you just see a lot of it in the 80s and it becomes the storyline of what women are and it's just like this whole movie reeks of that and that scene is such a perfect like i mean it's so cartoony and insanely inaccurate to me that it's easy to just separate yourself and be like oh i can just enjoy the movie and completely forget that this exists but since we're talking about that scene ridiculous just ridiculous like, i just want to laugh the way that she pouts and is sh- so um i'm talking about pam bouvier yeah like how you know every time lupe or whatever Ooh. that she sees him with and she i wrote gets so i roll so many times like, on my ah, paper yes i roll all um, caps I like she started out when they first met at the at the bar she's like don't lecture me on professionalism and you know I've done this many tours and I can fly oh planes God, and shit right. and like all that I even forgot and about then, those lines yeah in in that moment you know they're on the boat and it's like ran out of fuel and then and then she was literally just telling him like you know I am at your level like don't talk down to me like that meanwhile and, let me kiss you yeah it's like okay so they started they started negotiating and what he had such charm in his negotiation that you fell in love with him all of a sudden like where did that flip happen no he did not show i mean yeah and the reason we're pointing this out is because he could have like i I have been charmed he could have every human has been charmed by someone within a five minute span like it happens it can happen especially with somebody who's as charming as james bond yeah show us the charm but the thing is, you didn't show us the charm. You just gave us the payoff. And so I don't believe you. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then at the so at the end, it's like, you know, he sees she sees him kissing Lupe. And and also <sighs> Lupe is like, I love James so Dude, much. Dude, <laughs> okay. that is my biggest eye roll. I, I have so many scribbles <laughs> around that moment. Yes. I wrote down the quote, I love James so much. And just underlined the shit out of it. I was like, this is. And even my mom, my mom 
audibly i don't remember exactly what she said but she said something like oh i love james like she (laughs) was like oh god like couldn't even be silent through (laughs) through that moment yeah dude Um, yeah that I also wrote. That was the only only notes I had for Isthmus City scenes. <laughs> Just oh. I love James so much. And then at the end, um, after you know she's like, you "Come stay with me" and all that stuff. And then he ditches her for Pam. And then Stupid. he's like, "You have the president, El Presidente. You can like hang out with." She's like, "Oh, okay. Like I guess it, I'll yeah. be with it's this like, guy now." It's like it's when like, you play with fuck? dolls when you're three years old, and you're like, "Well, this guy goes with this girl. Oh no, I want this guy to go with this girl. Okay, this guy will go with this girl." <laughs> Like, that's, that's not humans. That's a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, great. Now everything's symmetrical because this one will go with this one and then they'll fit in this car. Like, no, 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 no. Um, also, if yeah. we're on the page, if we're just going to talk for a minute about the ridiculous women-ness in this movie, the bride at the wedding, her behavior oh. towards James Bond. Like, <laughs> Every single time she's on camera, she kisses him or tries to kiss him or flirts with him or touches him and is on the lips, like makes out with him. You know, I think I would consider, I think there's like a a hint of tongue in some of those kisses. Yeah. (laughs) And she's constantly trying to, even when her husband is standing right next to her newlywed husband and joking about like, I get to kiss you because I'm the bride. And he's like, fine with me. Like what? She's like touching him a whole bunch. Like it's the whole thing. It's absolutely, she's so sexual. Like, it just, it's funny to me because the way she acts toward him is how every woman in these movies that are still, like, not great with how they treat women in these James Bond movies that are in the eras that don't quite get it with, like, female characters. She is what Mm -hmm. every female character, no matter how small the part is, is toward James Bond in all of those movies. Except she's also a bride getting married to one of his close <laughs> friends and colleagues. And she's still just the same as all of them. Like, it really puts into perspective, like, the script is written as, this is exactly what every woman is, says, and does. Period. And then we can just add to it and add more sex or add even more sex. It's one of the two. <laughs> add more sex or even more sex. Yeah, like, um, what? Yeah, Della, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that they're trying to show that there's something between her and Bond, like, from before. But, like, that's not... Bullshit, Still, I think. shouldn't... Co- well, yeah. But, like, if I try to, like, dig yeah, for yeah, something... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, totally. But I don't think there's any of that. And she's and it's boring. a little bit... Frankly, <laughs> yeah, sure. it's, like, a storyline that goes nowhere, for no purpose, about nothing. Right, it's right, right. It's just, like, yeah, weird. Exactly. It makes you question what's going on and, like wonder about a bunch of things that you don't get paid off for like it's poor filmmaking frankly to have that kind of setup go on so like oh my god just all of this just for misogyny to like have a breath no thanks (laughs) (laughs) uh um uh there there was one more moment i feel like i needed i wanted to mention oh no it was it was the eye roll of i love james so much i think we've pretty much covered it we don't need to go into detail all of the women characters lupe my god this woman pam Pam Bovier, like we've mentioned, all of them. We put the women characters aside in this movie. <laughs> you know, when I was doing my story on my Instagram story, the little like clips that I was doing as I watched mm-hmm. through this, there's this moment where Sanchez is talking to all of his quote unquote oriental businessmen. Right. And, you know, see, uh, first of all, we've been talking a lot because of all the the like terrible stuff in the media about asian people Mm -hmm. getting hurt and harmed whatever 
this has been a, co- a big thing in the media recently when we're recording this and we've been talking a lot about that asian asian i was gonna say elma's japanese and i said asian's japanese i'm so sorry <laughs> oh my god um in case you guys don't know so this is part of why we've been talking a lot about it like how do you feel about these things how what's your experience what's the experience of somebody who's a, a white bitch that's me uh etc um <laughs> And we've been talking about the use of the word oriental, especially because in some areas it's still used like oriental rug, for example. And we I also coming from Hawaii, where the majority population is Asian. It's a slightly different perspective. And so we're like openly trying to have this conversation and see how that's different in the rest of the U.S. And um, in this movie, like how we're talking about these like cultural cartoonism, hearing the way that they call all of these I, I don't know if they're Chinese, Japanese, whatever businessmen mm-hmm. oriental. I'm like, I get, I get it. I would, if people called me oriental or called Asian people oriental in the way that they do in this movie, that would start yeah. to piss me off. And it feels like you're trying to segregate and you're trying to like put them down and you're trying to say like minimize the culture. And I get it. Once I've seen this movie, the use of the word in this movie. Now I see why that, why people were like, we got to stop using that word yeah it's the minimizing of the culture like it's just their other yeah Yeah. like it didn't bother me so much like yeah when you say oriental rug um for example and in general like it's it's still kind of um like it's not it's not accepted right to say oriental in Mm -hmm. general but like it doesn't bother no no list but yeah but but when it's used in that way of their other yeah. yeah It's like seeing this movie helps you to be like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We we Um, did the cartoonism too much and now we have to be gentler to to uh, swing the pendulum the other direction. Yeah. 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 Oh, why did I bring that up, though? Okay, wait. So he's in the scene (laughs) where Sanchez. It's just such a cartoonism of culture trope. This this like Hispanic guy named Sanchez. Oh, my God. Talking to these quote-unquote oriental businessman oh my god it's such a extreme scene but anyway he says to them drug dealers of the world unite which first of all i was like what a line what a line what a cartoonism (laughs) of culture like of drug culture and all this oh my god what a line but when i put it on my story i put the captions on and the captions automatically made it say divas of the world unite (laughs) (laughs) and i left it better this is incredible. This is just That's incredible. That's amazing. And that visual right there with that line, ooh, kills it for me. Just got to bring Deepest. it up. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, not to mention speaking about um, Asian influence, what about this like random ninja moment? Yeah, 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 yeah. Quick to arrive, quick to leave. We never hear from them again. Okay. That's yep. it. Yep. What? Okay, like cool. Also, I'm so glad one was a girl. Fucking cool. Yeah, um, Uh-oh. weren't they Chinese, though? I don't know. I thought they were Hong Kong police. Oh, God. You're right. I think they said Hong and, Kong. Yeah, and ninjas are a Japanese culture thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, are Huge there Chinese ninjas? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I didn't even um, catch that. I but was maybe, like- okay, no, no, no. I mean, they can be not ninjas but just maybe martial artsy martial artists some yes 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 but i mean it comes off as like you you see that and you're like oh i mean 100 percent. they have like (laughs) everything on them looks like a cartoon trope you know right right 
this movie does not get a pass when it comes to representation. We'll put it that way. Like, <laughs> they have some amount of literal people of different colors. However, the cultures are like are they represent two dimensional weird yeah. alien people? Like okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> this gets a fail in that front, but okay. Um. Okay. Let's get to our keep and kills. Okay. I want to hear your. I'm dying yeah. to hear what you are gonna kill off. Okay. Uh. So tell me your keep. My keep is Benicio's blue, blue top Great. outfit. Love. Oh my god! I need it I, okay. immediately. Awesome! I almost kept his outfit too, <laughs> but I want it cut for it's me, great. like on a woman yeah, shape, on my big old hip shape. I need the Cute. pants to be higher and the jacket to be shorter. It's just like that center Cute. crop needs to be higher on me. I don't got a boy body, but dude, yeah, yeah. full look. I want it all. Yeah. What's I like keep? it for you. Oh, thank you. My keep is um, Pam Bouvier's black dress. The Fantastic. halter, the casino dress. And let's yeah. have it with I the gun. Totally gun and holster, please. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. You would I look would, great yeah. in that also. You know, together. <laughs> we'd Thanks. look great together in those. <laughs> we would. <laughs> I'm like, okay, where are we That might be go? the first one I'll cosplay. <gasps> yeah. Yes. <laughs> what are we going to do with your hair, um, though? Just make it a bun <laughs> or question. something so it stays yeah. small. Yeah, a low bun. Yeah. I love an homage, like not an all the way cosplay, but like right. um, 80% yeah. there cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dying to know what your kill mm-hmm. is. My kill is Lupe's peachy colored button down oh. jumpsuit yeah. thing. Yeah. Collared. Yeah. Yeah. With like a With brooch. With the brooch. <laughs> <Whoa>. Jinx. <laughs> yeah. We puked at the brooch together at the same time. Uh... That almost was my kill. Like, is she like five years old and also no? Like a house lady woman, something? Yeah. I just can't. Is she five years old and cut up her mom's clothes to wear that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's very of its time. Sure. Um, Okay. it's, It's a button down shirt that has the sleeves removed. So it's like, but like from the collar removed, not like from the tank. No, yeah, from the collar. So it has a collar still. Um, The pants are too full, and they taper at the ankles. Like is it pants? I thought it was a jumpsuit, or the pant portion of it. Okay. Um, and the color is like that pastel apricot peach Uh, color, very eighties. Also with the pastels, very eighties. The whole thing I don't like. Yeah, Um, that's my cut. My kill. That's a good one. Okay. My kill is the Pam Bouvier's, I just called it the frumpy dress, and you can probably guess which one it is. The green one? It, yeah. It's like a khaki color yep, that yep, has yep. the super I, drop waist. Yep, yeah. Almost killed that. The one? Yeah. Yeah, that one. And I said out loud while I was watching waist, the movie, please. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna kill this. I think I'm going to kill this dress. I don't like it. And my mom goes, oh, I had a lot of dresses like that in the 80s. I it's can like imagine. <laughs> Which, by the way, I know she does because they're still in her closet. And I use them for costumes sometimes or have in high school. <laughs> and I turned yeah. to her and I was like, oh, mom, I just mean like for a Bond woman. Like you lived in the 80s when that was popular. That's totally normal. Like I bet you looked great in those. But for like yeah. a Bond girl to wear this in, in this setting, like no. Yep. That's my kill. You can go keep. I I interrupted you. I feel terrible. Tell me tell me more about the dress. No, that's doesn't need any more time spent on it. Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a terrible dress. It's a terrible yeah. dress. Uh, I have only okay. one 
two more things to say and one is just a cute yes. little moment one is they're at a what's supposed to be a bank at one point are they supposed to be yeah. in mexico city uh yeah in some part or no no um isthmus city is the place but it was filmed in mexico city right because i've been there it's a post office oh, actually and i have been no there way. yeah and it's i think it there's some they take it it's a historical tour place because it's it's a functioning oh. post office but it, it's on the historical yeah. tours because the building is some historical building that i believe it was once it might have been once a bank it was once something different than a post office because it's like a cute kitschy thing the fact that it's used as a post office now but it's cute. gorgeous we spent yeah it's beautiful so much time taking photos there the, the like staircases you see in the background oh my god the architecture outside inside the whole building it's quite large is gorgeous i was so excited to be like i've been there that's so cool yeah you've been to a bond location i've been to one <laughs> <laughs> um yeah nice and the other thing uh the other thing is a quote from my mom that i think sums up the woman stuff she says oh yes she just said this and i was like i have to write that down she said all women mu- all women must fall in love with james bond it's the law of the movie <laughs> She yes, it is. Playfully said that while we were watching, and I was like, "That is the law of this movie." Yeah, eighties, eighties kind of era James. Bond. Yeah, <laughs> I love James so much. So I've looked much. at him <laughs> twice in my life. I love him so much. <laughs> I know. Oh God. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, still have fun watching the movie. Overall, yeah. I Timothy Dalton, I don't think is particularly unattractive like my mom does somehow even uh, yeah, though i think he's he quite good looking good. and he's yeah. like he looks most like kevin from the backstreet boys and when i asked my mom I was, which backstreet boys she liked most dude she said kevin so <laughs> i fucking was thinking that no yes because i remember i remember when i was there when you when we were talking to your mom about this yeah when and we she liked like kevin richardson 13. and i was like and then when you're when you were telling us at the top of the episode how your mom didn't think he was that attractive i was like wait but but she I liked know your mom's taste. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, dude. Yeah. Uh, so she's clearly yeah. gone crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's that unattractive, he... but I don't think he's charming. No. And he doesn't, like, capture you. He just is To me, he doesn't have that X yeah. factor, at least in this film. So sorry to say it. Yeah, no, that's true. But I think he, um, yeah, like he doesn't capture you. He's not as endearing, but he does have the look, I think. Like, I think sure, he looks good. Yeah. And there's moments where you're really, like when they were um, trying to s- sneak the money into the um, into the crest, Milton Crest's like thing yeah. to frame him for like stealing the money. Um, and he's like in the water and he's like half wet and stuff. And like his piercing yeah. blue eyes are like, I thought he really looks the part, but he doesn't quite yeah he doesn't have the charm like pierce brosnan or sean connery does yeah i think he goes along with the 80s casting trend of casting someone two-dimensionally like a model like how arnold schwarzenegger was just (laughs) not an actor but like a person who is known for the way his body looks like two-dimensionally or women like uh like all of baywatch were not people who are particularly actors at least at the beginning of their careers it was just like oh i can see your headshot got it your cast i got the look of yeah. you got it, your cast like zero acknowledgement of like the person inside of the frame 
you know sure. again because because in the 80s we were going down that path of like businessifying humanity and so it was all about the two-dimensional and the look on the outside and the branding as compared to the brand the humanity sure, yeah and there was a real trend in the 80s of making all the big stars and casting people in from that two-dimensional place and then just trying to make them the star just because of their looks because of the two-dimensional mm -hmm. quality and in some cases that worked really well like Arnold Schwarzenegger because like I think a person like that found out what was going on, played to it, and then made it into a strength. And, like, great. Then he ended up being really successful in a bunch of movies. But uh, mm -hmm. And then we, of course, there are also actors who were very talented and all that as well. But there's just this trend of doing that in the 80s. And I think, unfortunately, Timothy Dalton kind of falls into that. They were like, two-dimensionally, visually, we love him. It's perfect. And we'll just make him into a James Bond from there. And, like, James Bond is a big role. You kind of want thing, though, more. Yeah, I think part to of me, it leans into the fact, though, um, that he was trying to stay more true to the Ian Fleming character like, oh, maybe. from the books because he was a fan of the books and stuff. Oh, and, he, and that guy is more... He's probably less of a charmer and, like, a, you know, um, than... than and, and like much more serious. Um, mm. So that I think is kind of why it reads that way. But well, thank you for pointing that out. Cause that, <laughs> that checks. It's a, yeah. It's a different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, overall I like him. Like I, I think Timothy Dalton's a great, he's a great actor too. Like, I don't know if you watched, oh, really? um, was it Penny Dreadful? And then also in like, um, what's the, he looks like he has the capacity the to be a good, movie. like serious actor. You know yeah, I mean? but also comedy. He's in um, Hot really? Fuzz. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, like the okay, police. Well, was it the I'm police open. chief guy or or was it Hot Fuzz? Yeah, um, and he could. Yeah, like I think he has the capability to flex all of that, and he's still working today. You know, mm, so um, so I like a lot of stuff about him, but he is definitely underrated, and I don't think he got to oh, like they shoot. had a third Bond film that they were gonna do with him, but um, production delays and all these things never happened. But oh. he, I think he, like, if he had one more movie, he probably could have filled, fill, you know, gotten into the role a little bit more. Like, because mm -hmm. this is his second movie. Um, yeah. He did one more, um, second Bond movie. He did one more before this, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know. Well, I got to give it more of a chance what we're given. then. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I guess, I'm not saying any of this is, like, on him and his skill and ability, but the way that it was that this film was made framed and, and it just yeah. seems yeah like he's kind of just a two-dimensional like a face and there I, aren't I a lot that, of moments sure. of like personality or or anything yeah for la me. definitely lacking in personality I, yeah. I mean i agree with that yeah 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 it's like even there's a moment where he's looking through these blinds and he looks beautiful because it's basically just his eyes like in a close-up oh what a pretty <laughs> yeah. face and he's looking at this guy who's pulling in with sharky <laughs> oh and yeah that part the guy yeah the guy is on a boat he's sitting at the front of a boat standing at the front of a boat he's like some spear fisherman who clearly just killed sharky and sharky's mm -hmm. dead being dangled and the boat's coming in so he's looking at him so visually you see this beautiful shot of timothy dalton and you're like great like let's go you this is a quality of bond let's get the rest we got it and then we cut mm -hmm. to the what he's looking at the boat coming in and the guy <laughs> at the front of the boat says you were right he was named Sharky or something like that. Like weird and animated and funny and yeah. strange, like this weird ass guy. And he totally steals the whole scene because you cut back to Timothy Dalton and he's just like, okay. And then turns away from the window. Yeah. Goes to talk to someone sure. really blankly. Like 
you like in moments like that in most James Bond movies you would give like either allow the actor to be a little more flexible and create something there or write bake it into the script that something more happens there but like give James Bond the personality that makes us yes. want to hang out with him like as That's a character a yeah like yeah. in moments like that like of course we love a little joke moment stealing the scene somewhat but I mean, he's just literally like a piece of paper in that. There's like no nothing. Yeah. Okay. Ah, good point. Exactly. It's little things like that that could have like elevated. Yeah. Made him a little more special. For sure. For sure. But you know, a fun movie to watch regardless. It had like a bunch of playful and little comedic moments and so many tropes. Like it was also fascinating to see all that cultural cartoonism because it's fascinating like this is our history and it's created where we are and there you can enjoy it easily like the the jokey cartoony aspects yeah i I actually really enjoyed it watching this time um and i wasn't it's not like one of my favorites but i definitely had more fun watching it this time around than i have in the previous i like the fucking go ahead the fucking (laughs) no i was gonna say benicio (laughs) oh my god benicio makes it all worth it are you kidding benicio is my dream like and the best outfit ever like you got me yeah you know how i was all about sean connery and everybody's right lana's (laughs) thirsty for connery guess what it's benicio now (laughs) yeah baby benny baby benny boy come on over let's hang out um yeah fantastic (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was going to say the the like cultural cartoony moments that I really enjoyed laughing with and at are all the like drug oriented stuff, the like drug trade stuff, like money, yeah. drugs, drugs, money, underwater, yeah. <laughs> we do it here. Like all the like cartoonism of that, like separated from how it's affected society. So very playful and funny. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. There are some great moments, but okay. Overall. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to see images of the outfits we talked about, go to our Instagram at dressed to kill pod and our Twitter, which is now active at DTK POD as in dressed to kill podcast. (laughs) And let us know what you thought of this movie, what you thought of these looks. We love to interact with you and hear your opinions on things. We are definitely just two girls with two opinions. We are not covering everything. So we love to hear your conversations. <laughs> it's actually so much fun. Um, yeah. And thanks for listening. Come back next week. We love you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye.